five breakfast catch up it's big this sunday and i think a lot of us have forgotten i don't want to overstate the point but there is a tiny chance that the springboks don't get into the quarterfinals right molly Oh, there is. One. Yeah, we don't we don't want to think about that, but there is. And also, we need to bear in mind that uh, Scotland Island are only playing next week. <gasps> so are they? I yeah, we oh, they should make them play at the same time. Exactly, so which is what I don't on. understand with World Rugby yeah. why they do that. So it's of an course advantage now, now for them. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. They'll know what they need to do. But you know who knows what they need to do? Mm-hmm. Is a person who is better equipped than you, Holly, or I to preview a World Cup rugby. Oh. Hamdenga. As humding is a funny word because only rugby commentators use it. I've never heard the word humdinger used in any other context. But Madli Van Eeren, Madli's Majors. She has come a long way. She started knowing nothing about rugby. She knew a bit because she is Afrikaans, and I think you're born this way when you're Afrikaans. You know a little bit about rugby. Yeah, I, th- I think like you need to yes. just know something. Exactly. Then she became a commentator. Then she commentated for the Springbok Sevens team. You remember? Oh, yeah. They were really? In the studio. She commentated on one of their tries. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And then she. I, I'm a very good commentator. Yeah, Double. she is. Well, so Wapi was so impressed. Yes. Yeah. I remember. She went and commentated on a live rugby match. It was a varsity cup game. Tuck. You remember? And now she is the foremost rugby analyst. I can't believe she doesn't have a show. We'll talk to Lala Tuku about that a little bit later. SABC head of local productions. Mudley, what do we need to look out for? The big major talking points in the upcoming match against Tonga on Sunday. Okay, sure. So I am a bit nervous for this game. It is a big one. And we are playing Tonga on Sunday, obviously. And we really need to win by a big margin to make sure we are safely into the quarterfinals of the World Cup. So it is a big match. And if Scotland beat Ireland, that leaves three teams on three wins and a loss. And then it comes down to bonus points. Yo, she knows her stuff. And points difference. Yes. Now, points difference means how many points you have scored and how many points the other team scored in games you've played against each other. Okay, so we need to do a Romania on Tsonga to make (laughs) sure we are safely through. Okay, got you. And obviously, the big talking point is Andrei Pollard. He's coming back from injury for his first game in the World Cup. And he's one of the world's best kickers. And we're all obviously wondering if he will take Marnie Libok's place in the first choice team or if they will find a way to play both at the same time. Sure, Marnie with mm-hmm. the facts. Very good. And then finally, Sia Kulisi captains the Springboks for the 50th time this Sunday. Yes! Yeah, he has captained us in maybe the most successful era of rugby for South Africa. So I think a big congratulations is in order for him. Yo, she's coming for our jobs. Wow, I am impressed. Did I get it right? Yeah, no, you did. Okay, yay! (laughs) Nerve wracking. But there's one thing that you missed, Madly. Very one very important thing that you missed. So we're playing Tonga, right? A small island nation in the South Pacific, vaguely near New Zealand and Fiji and Samoa. And what you missed was what people from Tonga are called. Because earlier in the show today, Holly told us what people from Tonga were called. And it was a big moment because we all need to learn a lot about our opposition. Let's be honest, we don't know that much about our opposition. And so here's a newsflash for how we talk about our opposition on Sunday. Previously on Five Breakfast. We need to learn about Tonga. Holly, do you know anything else about Tonga? Just that they're called the Tongalese. No, they're not. Oh. (laughs) They're called the Tongans. I will fight but make this for you. If Congo is Congolese, how is Tonga? Oh, sorry, man. <laughs>
Sorry. Every morning I wake up and I fight fake news from within the show. Five breakfast. Five FM. I think Marley should do the news, uh, the sport news at 7.30. Donganese! <laughs> He's got as good a laugh as you, Tabo. That was really good. Shane Marley, you must be feeling quite upset about all the disturbed animals in the Western Cape that Tabo reported on. Because yeah. of the weather patterns, it freaked them all out, apparently. Not just the dogs, but the chickens, too. And cats and cows and that. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. How do you calm an animal? You've fostered kittens before. Mm. How do you get an animal its peace back? Um, like, vi- like just a lot of patience. Okay. Yeah, animals are kind of like people, you know. Okay. If they've been traumatized, they just need to trust again. And yeah. They need patience Chicken and love therapy. And, mm. Yeah. But, Marley, isn't... Um, didn't you adopt a cat that was a bit unhinged? <laughs> no. Oh, no, I didn't... I didn't <laughs> That wasn't supposed to go on air. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, 724. Let's learn about Tonga. Okay, so Tonga is a small island nation. Very small, guys. So it's like way smaller than Fiji. They've only got hundreds of thousands of people, which makes them about the size of like, I think Kimberley's have got hundreds of thousands of people, doesn't it? I have no idea. You don't know about Kimberley either? No, but I um, do know. Well, Polly will tell us that people from Kimberley are called the Kimberleys. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, Polly. Dan, yes. I was talking about Togo, so that's why I say Togo leaves. So you confuse Togo and Tonga, your erasure of a nation. Imagine. <laughs> what are people called from Kimberley? Kimberley's. South Africans. Oh, I, okay, thank you. <laughs> 725. Okay, here's what you need to know about Tonga. They've got a population similar to Bloemfontein, right? It's about half a million people. They are a collection of very small islands, and they still live under a monarchy, an actual monarchy oh. with a king and a queen, 100%. They also have something called a disappearing island because it was identified as an island, and then it went underwater um, about 150 years ago, and then it came back about 100 years ago, and it hasn't been seen since and it might not be seen again because of the rising tides but there was genuinely this island that only existed sometimes when the world's oceans were low not just you know or, or like a lower rather in different seasons rather than just around Tonga Holly why are you frowning at me hmm no I'm just taking in all the facts Dan okay because they're very interesting okay so Tonga is also renowned uh, for its humpback whales most of the humpback whales in the world live around Tonga I know okay I just said live which I don't really mean because live sounds like they got an ID or citizenry but no and the final thing is some people live on Tin Can Island in Tonga do you know why it's called Tin Can Island because the postal service until the mid 1930s was that a post would be tied in a tin can and dropped off by a ship on a buoy that somebody would then have to swim out to to go and get the tin can and then bring back the post and so the entire island was named tin named tin can island kind of like post office island right it's no longer uh, uses postal service like that because of the internet and phones but also because the guy who went to get the tin cans the one time was eaten by a shark <gasps> um, is this a true story yes Hi, Bo. He, he was are you sure shark. this is a true story? This sounds like so. What do you well, mean? Are you sure? No, he's dead. Oh, oh. He's very dead. He got eaten by a shark. But Maybe. then they could have named the island after him. Then You're shame. No, he failed. He was a bad postal worker. He didn't bring back the post. Wow. Okay. Maybe and the shark got confused because they were biscuit tin cans, and was like, "I want a biscuit." Okay, you know, I'm gonna pivot because this is getting very dark. So, do you, do, you, do you know anything about their GDP? <laughs> 
No, I'm asking that because that was a terrible finish. No, because you mentioned something about them having like a king or a queen. Yes, that can't be like a well-paying gig. Half a million people, like, ma'am, your highness, come work at the SABC or something. <laughs> like this pivot is somehow getting even worse. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, you no. You know we have SABC of local TV production coming in in 30 minutes. Oh yes. I'm gonna tell Lala what you said. Let's go back to the postal worker who was eaten by a shark. Sure. May they soul rest in peace. Yes, RIP. I, I think it's pieces when you eat by a... Dan. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.